the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Tim DeMoshio Podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. Good afternoon. You are listening to the Tim DeMoshio on AM 560 WFIL.com and on the WFIL app. How's it going? Beautiful day. A lot of sun, 69 the high. Some clouds tonight, low 50. Kind of cloudy tomorrow, maybe a shower or two, high of 65. Phils lost 9-zip to Toronto yesterday. Taking on the Yankees this afternoon. They have a 3-1 lead in the ninth inning. Phillies and Yankees are actually in first and second place, respectively, in the Grapefruit League, so they're both having a good spring. And uh, they're about halfway through with opening day just... Uh, just under three weeks away, actually. Flyers are home tomorrow night against Boston. We're having a, a good streak. They've won nine in a row now. Seven o'clock tomorrow night at home. Sixers home Wednesday night against Detroit at seven as well. Uh, hey, Danny, how you doing? How was your weekend? Wonderful? Good. All right, then. <laughs> I didn't give you a chance to put your headphones on. Yeah, I know. You're busy getting all the other buttons ready. Exactly. You doing all right? Yeah, I had a good weekend. How was yours? I think it was good. My dad turned 92 yesterday. Wow, happy birthday. Thank you. Advanced middle age. That's his deal. I like that. That's what he says. So we had a little time with him. We had a little sickness in the family, so we had a little get-together plan. We had to postpone the bigger version. So my sister and I went and spent some time with him, just the two of us, and represented the family with some video we took at our house and then played it for him at where he's at and... All that. But uh, my daughter, our nine-year-old, among other things, made a lemon meringue pie. Ooh. The healthy kind. What is that? It, well, it's made with things like gluten-free ingredients and okay, not just the uh, all-out sugar attack. That. And it, how was it? it? It was lovely. And lemony. Could you tell it was gluten-free and no. healthy? No. It looked different. It's not as poofy. Mm. You know, meringue can be very... Tall. Yeah. Do you like? Do you have meringue pies ever? You ever have a lemon meringue pie? I've never had one. Yeah. But I know what they look like. Yeah, they're good. So she did a nice job, fine job. She's experimenting in the kitchen, and she's named after my mom and my wife's mom, and both are very good uh, cooks. My mom, uh, my mom used to make massive pies, mm. and uh, so it's it's fun to see our nine year old taken after. It's in the name. It is. It is. So that was good. And so other things going on over the weekend, a lot of company, people coming and going. Our house is always busy like that. It always is. So, yeah. So, and your family's doing all right? You guys doing good? Yeah, everyone's good. I had brunch this weekend. That's fun. I love my brunch. Is that your favorite meal of the day? I think so. I love a good brunch. You remember the rank game we played the other day? Yes. With Chip and Dana Brown? Yes. So that's one of the cards in their game. Is it? Yeah. It's, uh, it's well, brunch isn't one of the options, but for folks who missed it, Chip and Dana were on with us a couple of Fridays ago, and they had this game called the Rank Game, and the cards that are in the game list four things, pick any topic. So what's your favorite meal? I think on that one card, it's breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snack. Ooh. So then you play the game, and you base, you're trying to guess what the other person's preference yeah. is, right? So you might love all of them, but just what do you love the most, or, you know, whatever. So there's, So brunch was not on there, but... 
I love a good brunch. Give me some eggs. I can have eggs all day, every day. Yeah? I love eggs. A little toast with that. Mm-hmm. What else? You avocado. In? You like avocado? Yeah. I have to I have to work myself up to enjoy avocado. Really? Yeah, it's, it's kind of like, this is squishy and um, doesn't taste I like I think it's because like. I'm a millennial that I just love avocados. Is that? Okay. I didn't under, <laughs> I didn't know that. That's, an, that's a millennial thing. All right. Yeah. What else is on your favorite... Oh, get me some bacon. Okay. Some sweet potatoes. Any potatoes, really. I am a potato fiend. Really? Yeah. See, that's another question. In all there. form. I don't discriminate. I played the game last night with uh, my wife and uh, our friend Julia, and one of the questions was favorite type of potatoes. And it, really? I think it was scalloped, mashed, baked, and French fries. Ooh. So, I'm not. How even, would you rank those? I was know. The question. I'm not, there's tater tots. There's a lot of options. There are. That's true. Listen, I'm not partial. I love all that come in all forms and shapes and sizes, any yeah. color. They're all beautiful <laughs> to very, me. It's very open of you, open-minded <laughs> of you to do that. Well, that's good to know. So anyway, I'm hoping we'll get, we'll get to incorporate that. That was a fun game we yeah, played. Yeah, that maybe was fun. Do more of those in the days to come. Yeah. Uh, today, we're looking forward to a special guest, Paul Shepard. He's a pastor who's on the air a couple times each day, 2.30 and 9.30, a program called Destined for Victory. He's actually a local guy. He grew up in a church. His dad was pastor uh, for, he was like there 30 plus years. And then he moved all the way to the other side of the country and he's been a pastor there since. But he's coming back next month. Wow. And he's going to be doing the keynote thing right across the, the driveway here at Green Valley Country Club, which you have a pastor. People have heard us talk about this. The registration is now open. We want to love on pastors. We've done this. I think this is the 15th year in a row now. We provide breakfast, a little worship music, time to network and just encourage. Sometimes you need to be out there with other people who are doing the same thing. To remember, you're not alone. Compare notes and uh, some other cool things. We'll have workshops. Whole thing's free. The only thing is you need to be a pastor to sign up. You know, sign yourself up, or if you're not a pastor, let your pastor know. You can go right to our homepage, WFIL.com, and get signed up. But today is a special day because Pastor Paul, who's bringing the message next month, is going to join us so we get a little insight into who he is and who this guy is after all. I'm excited. Yeah? Good. That's coming up. Before we get to that, I do want to play a clip for you. We had... Uh, a lady named Jill Page in studio with us. Remember mm-hmm. Jill? She was in, what, was it a week ago, 10 days ago, something like that? Yeah. Something, maybe it was last week. Yeah. Every good gift. Sure. Is, is, she's she's local. Yeah, you're right. I can see the smoke coming out <laughs> of your ears. I think 10 days ago. I think 10 days ago sounds right. Well, Jill uh, it does a ministry called Every Good Gift, and it's, a, it's based in Montgomery County. And part of the program we want to do, dedicate a, a portion of the show to local ministries and just local stories, if you will. And this is just a little clip. Uh, of her and the ministry that she does. She actually was with something called Urban Family Council for a lot of years. A lot of social social ministry, if you will, and uh, she'll explain it. We also have it, but I'm, I'm bringing this up partly because she left a present behind and we never gave away. It's a really cool mug. It's all shrink-wrapped in, there's like a cozy underneath it. Like a, you can, like if you microwave your drink, you can hold it and it keeps it you from mm-hmm. burning your hand. I think there's chocolate in there. Yeah. A couple other things. I know. I Every time I'm in your office, I see it. Well, I want to give it away. As much as I'm tempted to open it up and just say, hmm, what's in here? <laughs> she really said it was for the listeners. So if you want to win that mug, go ahead and call up at 800-560-WFIL, uh, 800-560-9345. And Daniel, will grab, we'll grab a random caller. Uh, you know, you can call right now if you want. But this is a little bit of the insight into what that ministry is all about. Again, called Every Good Gift. Jill Page, starting with her background right now. Uh, working with the ministry prior to that, Urban Family Council. So I did work with Urban Family Council for 19 years. I did programs in schools and churches, but primarily in the Philadelphia Public Schools. And I was working with young people who were coming out of poverty, 
and trying to understand some of the choices that were being made and why people did what they did. I went from there to work at Bethany and worked in a program called Safe Families for Children, where we tried to have host families from churches host children so that they wouldn't end up in foster care for something that was a temporary crisis. When I did Safe Families, uh, we added a section of it for young mothers, where we could have a young woman um, stay with a host family for up to a year if she was pregnant or parenting a baby. And uh, it it was great to be able to do that. We did a... um, a support group for the moms, some of them that we were hosting and some that we weren't hosting. When I was with Urban Family Council, we did a, a program. It was nine or I think it was 10 lessons long for teen parents. So in the, the high schools and sometimes even in the middle schools, we had this teen parent program. And so that was really on my heart. Wow. I was seeing the situations that young people were in. To clarify, not parents of teens, teenage parent. Wow. Right. And some young women in high school on not even their first pregnancy, but on second or beyond. You you had mentioned, uh, I know uh, you talk about when you first were working with Urban Family Council and then the, the, the people you were encountering. I guess you're bringing, uh, maybe for a second, share your personal upbringing compared to the, the yeah. lives of those you were stepping into. So I had a, probably a pretty typical middle-class upbringing. I had married parents and grew up in the suburbs and they took us on vacations and paid for piano lessons and drove me to piano lessons and made sure I practiced. And yeah. um, I I think I made an assumption that everybody had a similar upbringing. And, and I would look at um, what I had done in life, nothing, you know, super exciting, but I'd say other people can do that. They can work hard in school and join activities and have something to put on their college application. And they go to college and they can get a good job. Yeah. What I came to realize is that um, that was a a rather privileged upbringing that not everybody has. And so some of the students I was working with in the public schools were being raised in generational poverty, where two or more generations were living in poverty. And and, um, the people who wrote the book Bridges Out of Poverty, they say that each group, generational poverty, middle class, and wealth, has its own set of hidden rules and values. Mm. Part of the problem is that the schools and the workplace run on middle-class hidden rules and values, and nobody teaches them. So if you grew up in generational poverty, you don't know some of the basic things that are required for a job. So that's part of what we're trying to do at Every Good Gift is to teach those basic soft skills, not to say what you were raised with is bad or wrong. It's You need some additional skills to succeed in the workplace. So her name is Jill Page, again, with a ministry called Every Good Gift. She joined us in studio a week or two ago. The podcast of that's at WFIL.com. Uh, we got a winner now, I think. Hello, who's this? Hi, it's Patty. Hey, Patty, from where are you? What, what town are you I'm in? from West Dufford. Okay. West yeah. Dufford, yep. So congratulations. You called in and we got that uh, little, little special gift mug for you that Jill left behind as a little thank you to, you know, for us having her on the program and all that. So we'll mail that out to you. How do you mail a mug? I don't know. We don't have a box. We'll figure it out. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. So, and uh, Danny was mentioning, she was just chatting with you a second ago, that you actually didn't hear that show, but maybe you'd like to because you have similar work or, or work that you do. I um I work with the daughters of the single moms from our church. That's great. We have a single moms ministry, uh, and we feed them all dinner. And um, after all that, we have a little. We're actually going through the book of um, uh, Katie Davis, Kisses for Katie. Oh wow! Okay. So uh, each night we read a chapter of that, and um, and we talk about that. 
and then my specific part is to craft with the daughters after that. So, um, yeah, so my husband had said, did you listen to that? It was on a Thursday, and I was actually on my way to the church to set up. And I said, I only heard a minute or two, but um, so anyway, he has it queued up on my phone for me to be able to listen to it. Oh, that's great. It's interesting that that's what you were talking about today. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's very neat. Good. Well, and Danny got your address, so we'll we'll get that out to you. Thank you for uh, listening in. And yeah, uh, we just, uh, you know, you can also, it's just it, that the podcast aspect is developing. So now it's on our homepage. It's easy to find. And then folks can actually subscribe to it. And I think Danny has some breaking news on that. We'll get to in a second, too. So very okay. good. Thanks, Pat. Have a great, have a great day. Bye bye. You. you too. All right. Thanks. Let's see Danny, should, should we share the breaking news now or after the break? What do you think? That's up to you. Oh, we can share it now. I don't like to be a weasel that way. <laughs> so, Well, as of today, it is officially on Apple and the iTunes store. Wow. Mm-hmm. There should be thunderous music happening now because now folks can subscribe. Wait, let me just let you say that again. Let's sink in. All right. It is officially the podcast. The Tim DeMoss Show podcast right. is officially on the iTunes store Whoa. and Apple podcast. Holy cow, Batman. That's amazing. <laughs> well, I know you worked hard to get that to happen. Yes. And on top of that, there are other places too. Tune in, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts. Good job. Wow. It's great. So go for it, I guess is the bottom line. Yeah. If you want to subscribe, then... The way it works is it automatically just comes to you. You don't have to even go looking for it. Right. And then you can sort through. I mean, they'll all be interesting, right? But yeah. if you don't want to listen to one particularly, you can always get past it, but it'll come right to you without you doing anything. Yeah. That's exciting. There should be some kind of a party for that. I know. I have to figure, that, I have to figure out what to do. I'll think about it. Will, be, will there be a little something in my paycheck this week? Maybe? Oh, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for reminding me about that. I forgot to throw that in there. There may be a little something extra in your paycheck. Good. Yeah. So we'll go to a break now and we'll come back. Pastor Paul Shepard's going to join us from Destin for Victory. He's the keynote speaker at next month's Pastor's Appreciation Breakfast, which is absolutely free. Details on that and get registered at WFIL.com. Back with more to Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. You're listening to a podcast of The Tim DeMoss Show. Heard weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. On AM 560 WFIL, it's The Tim DeMoss Show. It's party time. P-A-R-T. Why? Because I gotta... WFIL.com and on the app that's Worldwide Message Tribe fun song called Everything I Need it's 421 the Tim DeMoss show and we want to move right into our conversation now with Pastor Paul Shepard from the program Destined for Victory how you doing sir? I'm doing well how are you? Lovely wonderful thanks for taking time to call in absolutely yeah we're looking forward to having you at the pastor's breakfast next month yeah yeah looking forward to being there yeah do you have any any inkling yet what you may be talking about? Not yet. So I'll I'll just keep praying and say, Lord, what do the guys need to hear? And I'll, I'll give them that. <laughs> that sounds great. We're chatting with Pastor Paul Shepard. PastorPaul.net. Is that site still working? People want to find yes, you? Yes, it is. Okay, good. 
The Destined for Victory radio program is 2.30 on our station and also at 9.30 weekdays and then several times on the weekend so folks can get a healthy dose of the program. Um, but the Philly roots, we need to come back to Philly to start things off. You're on the other coast, but yes, sir. You, you don't forget where you came from, right? Absolutely true. I spent my first 31 years in Philly, so I'll never forget it. Okay. Well, and I, I remember from our chat, we had a chat last summer. I think you went to UPenn and yes. were, were cuts. So you, so you definitely, and, and your dad was a pastor for a lot of years in this, in this area too. Pastor for 45 years in Philly. Yes, sir. Yeah. West Oak Lane Church of God, I know, has uh, also a special place in your heart because I think you were, that's where you were with your dad at the, before you moved to California, if I remember correctly? Time? I, was, I was his assistant pastor. Uh-huh. Okay. What was that like for you, pastoring people who already knew you? Like, hey, wait a minute, I know you. <laughs> I, I often describe it as a baptism by fire. I say if anybody <laughs> ever wants to, wants to know what it is to, to really get put in your place. Just try to pastor people who have known you all of your life. That's so that's funny. what happened. And uh, God bless me to train right there in my home church. That's very funny. We're chatting with Pastor Paul Shepard. The program is called Destined for Victory. You've heard at 2.30 in the afternoon, 9.30 in the evening as well, and several times on the weekend. Going to be our speaker at the Pastor's Appreciation Breakfast, which is absolutely free. And I think, you know, um, I was here for years uh, up until 2004, then I worked elsewhere. It came back in 2018. Have you done, I think you did another Pastor's Appreciation Breakfast some years back? Is that possible? I did one some years back, back when I had the, the uh, radio ministry Enduring Truth. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. that's a previous uh, radio ministry, but I did it uh, during those years, probably in 07, somewhere back there. Okay. Yep. So glad to be able to come back. Yeah, very much so. Uh, I know when we spoke last summer, you had talked about your dad, uh, you mentioned your dad and being an assistant pastor with him. Um, and that he passed away, I guess, in 2008. And um, share, if you would, a little bit about what your dad taught you professionally, since this is a pastor's breakfast coming up, so maybe as the wisdom of how to do things and minister, but then also personally, just as a dad to you. Yeah, my dad was the ultimate people person. Um, He loved people, loved hanging out with people. He was quite the sanguine by temperament. And... I grew up thinking that's the way you had to be to be a pastor, Um, and I am not sanguine. By temperament, I'm choleric, Um, and that means we tend to be more task-oriented and less people-oriented than sanguines are. Hmm. Um, But my dad taught me that while you don't have to have my temperament, you do have to have my values. And he said, you've got to prioritize people over programs, over property, over anything uh, that you could get caught up in as an executive leader of a business. He said, church is not to be a business except the business of of helping people find and grow their relationship with Christ. So my dad made sure that I learned uh, the right lessons. He taught me that it wasn't about what I could get, but what I could give. So when in the early years, even before I was an assistant pastor for him, just when I was recognizing the call to ministry and speaking at youth events and all, he would send me to places where he knew they weren't going to pay me well. <laughs> <laughs> because he, and I'd come home complaining, like, they only gave me this or that. 
And he said, yeah, I know. That's why I sent you, because you've got to realize ministry is not about what you can receive, but what you can give. And I'm so glad I had that kind of training, because it's sure paid off in, in years to come. Pastor Paul Shepherds, our guest from Destined for Victory, again, 2.30 and 9.30 weekday afternoons and evenings on WFIL. Also weekends, several different uh, opportunities to listen in. Program guide on our site has all the different times for those uh, for that ministry. Um, what about what about personally, just as a dad, uh, as far as life lessons? Uh, maybe they're over they overlap a lot, but yeah. Well, no, it was really important because my dad was uh, the kind of I I think it was pretty common in his day. He was the kind of pastor that sort of married his ministry, is the way I describe it. His life was all about ministry, and so while. His family, we loved him and respected him as a man of God. Uh, we didn't expect to have prime time and attention with him. He was always with the church and that sort of thing. Uh, as he got older, in his senior years, and he saw us developing our own uh, ministries. My brother is a senior pastor. I'm a senior pastor. And he made sure that we understood. He said, you know, in this stage of my life, I realize I've made a lot of mistakes. I didn't prioritize my family as much as I should have. My mom, he married the perfect wife because she she gave him over to the church, and she didn't even expect him necessarily to come home most days for dinner, and she didn't complain when he didn't. She just made sure her kids were well-fed and taken care of, and uh, that was good. But my dad admitted to us late in his life, he said, I made some great mistakes I should have prioritized my, my wife and my children more. He asked our forgiveness, and he said to my brother and me, um, don't, don't do it the way I did it. Make sure your families come before your ministry. And we really learned, we took that to heart. And when I went to my first senior pastorate um, and back in 1989, I said to that church, it was a small church I took, um, and I said to them, I need you to know you're going to be third place in my <laughs> list of priorities. I said, I'm going to love God first, I'm going to love my family second, and then you guys are coming in third. I said, get used to it, because that order's not going to change. And so I learned that from my dad, and I appreciate him allowing me to learn even from his mistakes. I love that. You know, my father-in-law is a missionary, a Dutch missionary to Brazil, and oh, he would sometimes write um, in his calendar in Dutch— um, when he was in Brazil, and it was like date with date with Margaret, his wife. And, wow. and if someone were to ask him, "Hey, Pastor, we need you for this," blah, 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 and he'd open his calendar up and say, "Oh, look, I got something already," and they couldn't read it because it was in another language. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So you know, well, easier said than done. You got to have strategies. Did you have? Was it hard for you to be able to to say, "I know I should be home, but this guy needs me too"? Or were you able to get the hang of that pretty good? Yeah, that's the that's why I went in telling them that so that they would not even try to compete. I said, "Here are my office hours, and for emergencies, I will um I will accommodate you for real emergencies, but do not think that I'm going to be available 24/7." Uh, in those days, I could give the whole church my my. It was home number back in those days. It was before cell phones. Yeah. And wow. so every member of that 34 member church had my home number, um, but later as the church grew, I realized I can't even do that anymore. And so uh, I would set up someone on staff who could reach me, but the church came to know as it grew, if you have an emergency, contact this number, they'll get through to the pastor. 
because I just had to make sure there were there were boundaries or margin. Dr. Uh, Richard Swenson years ago wrote a book called Margin, and I, I remember devouring that book, and he talked about the fact that you can't live on the edge. You've got to have margin built into your lifestyle, and I learned that in those days. Pastor Paul Shepard, our guest in the Destined for Victory program. You can catch that 2.30 in the afternoon, 9.30 each weeknight, several times on the weekends as well. A local guy in many respects. His father was pastor of West Oak Lane Church of God, and then Pastor Paul went to California, and we're going to continue our conversation with him in a couple moments, but one of the good things is he'll be here next month, April 23rd. That's a Thursday for the Pastor's Appreciation Breakfast. Registration is now open for that. Totally free. If you're a pastor, you can sign yourself up. If you're not a pastor, let your pastor know. Just click that Pastor's Appreciation Breakfast banner at WFIL.com. Back with more in just a moment, the Tim DeMoss Show and WFIL. Thanks for tuning in to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast with AM560 WFIL and WFIL.com. 433 of the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Sunny for the rest of the afternoon. High 69. Some clouds tonight. Low 50. Beautiful day tomorrow. Not bad. A lot of clouds. Might get a shower too, but still very mild. High around 65. Phil's won this afternoon. Knocked off the Yankees 3-1. to They're in first place in the Grapefruit League. It's always good to win. Some people say the preseason doesn't matter. I say it's good to win anytime. Get that winning feeling going. Flyers are home tomorrow night against Boston. They've had that winning feeling going for a while. Nine in a row for them. They uh, are at 7 o'clock tomorrow, and then the Sixers follow Wednesday night at home against Detroit, also at 7. Our uh, conversation, you heard a little blurb there a moment ago, a little promo for the upcoming Pastors Appreciation Breakfast Thursday, April 23rd. Food, worship, encouragement, workshops, all of it free. And we have Pastor Paul Shepard as our guest today. What are your thoughts just on an event like this? Pastors have to learn to, uh, to get together with other pastors they can trust they can be themselves with, and and the one of the ways to build those relationships is to just come to events like this, where you can be spoken to directly as a pastor. You can meet some other pastors in the region, and perhaps out of that will come at least the inspiration to build relationships. You might not find a whole lot of friends as a pastor, but I do believe God will help each of us to find one or two or three men that we can truly uh, develop a friendship with. And I'm often saying in preaching and to my church, uh, a friend is not what Mark Zuckerberg says it is. And, of course, I'm just teasing because that's the, that's the language of uh, Facebook. Yes. And, of course, it's a wonderful social uh, platform, and I have nothing against it. But I just say, listen, don't, don't get your definition from Facebook for a friend, because the Bible gives it to you. It says things like, a friend loves at all times, a brother is born for adversity. So I tell them, if you can't find someone who loves you at all times, then keep praying and keep searching, because you haven't yet found a friend, especially somebody who can be with you and help you in adversity. And so I, I'm glad the pastors are going to get to come, come together and do so annually uh, for WFIL, and I, I look forward to being there because I really think it's necessary for us to get together and build relationships with each other. Before I forget, are you a walker or are you more of a stationary person? Because we have to figure out how much staging to get. Yeah, I don't <laughs> need to walk far, but I do take uh, uh, two or three steps in both directions because I like to lean in and talk to the people. Yeah. And so I tend to look at them and and direct my attention to them. So, yeah, 
please give me at least uh, three feet on either side. So I can, <laughs> and a podium I for notes so you can put stuff down, but you're free to walk. Is that the idea? Yes, sir. Okay, I just want to make sure. Make sure you're comfortable and all that. I appreciate it. Yeah. Pastor Paul Shepard, our guest, pastorpaul.net online, also on our website, WFIL.com. You can uh, catch your program, Destined for Victory, 2.30 uh, p.m. and 9.30 p.m. Monday through Friday, also several times on the weekend. Just kind of piggybacking off that for a second. What's it like? I try to put myself in people's shoes. What is it like to be you uh, as a pastor, the pluses perhaps, and or the challenges, and and also how people can pray for you, really, and, and uh, you specifically, and maybe transfer a little bit to their own pastor? Yeah, I, I appreciate that. Being a pastor is both a blessing and a tremendous challenge. The blessing is you get to you get to make a living doing what God has already given you a passion to do. The only way to to be a pastor, at least one that's called by God, is he gives you a passion to win people and to disciple them. That's what a pastor is. At the end of the day, pastoring is parenting. That's the way I often put it. Um, we We are spiritual parents, and it doesn't mean that we're automatically more mature, than everyone else. It's parenting in the sense of a calling, just like a parent is is called to raise up their children and make them the best they can be. That's what a pastor is supposed to be, and it's a blessing. We actually get to, we who are vocational uh, in this, and even if you're bivocational or even if you're a volunteer pastor, there's a certain fulfillment that comes from fulfilling the Great Commission uh, as your livelihood, and so, or one of your major functions. And so it's a great blessing, but the challenges are tremendous because uh, people um, people have all kinds of it, needs and issues, and we've got to we've got to learn how to love them even when we can't fully help them. Pastors have to um, resist the urge to try to become therapists if we're not trained to do that. It's not my job to fix everything that's wrong with the people. I'm to love them, to pray for them, and to give them biblical guidance and counsel. But when we see that their issues are above our pay grade, we have to lovingly partner with Christian counselors and and others who can meet them at the point of their need. But it's all about parenting. And just as it is in the natural, spiritual parenting is both rewarding, but it's also challenging. Yeah, you know, I just read a book. um, There's a, a woman named Rachel Gilson, and the book's called Born Again This Way. And uh, it's, it's called Coming Out, Coming to Faith, and What Comes Next. And it talks about her, her struggle with same-sex attraction and other things. And she mentioned yeah. what you just said, the, the spiritual dynamic, even the nu- how God made you know male and female, and that the context of having children in a nuclear family is, is you know, how things are set up. But then that the spiritual side, she says, I, I think she wrote, I'm not surprised that God used the language born again. Like there's a, a real connection Um Spiritually speaking, and, and that's a forever family, even more than the nuclear family, the connection of helping bring someone to Christ, that's eternal. That's really true. It is very much a family dynamic, and so we have to learn to take it seriously. But just as natural parents have to learn, um, we, we've got to love them really well because our children, both naturally and spiritually, don't care how much we know till they know how much we care. And so... Pastors have to get good at caring. Um, we can't be aloof. I don't care how big your church is. I've pastored every size from 34 to over 7,000 in the course of my career. 
Um, and I can attest, it really doesn't matter how small or large your church is. They, they all need to know that you care, and you've got to find ways to do that. If you can't give them your number, if you can't make yourself available all the time, you've got to find the ways to connect with the people so that they know they have in you a spiritual parent who loves, who prays, and who does his best to make them who God wants them to be. Pastor Paul Shepard, our guest from the Destined for Victory program, heard weekdays at 2.30 p.m. and 9.30 p.m. on WFIL, also a few times on the weekend. He's our keynote speaker at next month's Pastors Appreciation Breakfast. We would really encourage you, if you're a pastor, to come completely free. The food, the worship, the opportunities for mutual encouragement and workshops and a lot more. If you're not a pastor, uh, text your pastor, smoke signal, email, drive by the house, throw a rock through the window with a note tied, whatever. Well, don't do that. But let your pastor know so your pastor can get signed up at WFIL.com. Quick break. We'll keep our chat going with Pastor Paul Shepard. It's Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Live and local. It's the Tim DeMoss Show weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues. It's 4.44 on the Tim DeMoss and 44 seconds. How about that? Tim DeMoss Show. Pastor Paul Shepard, our guest. Again, the program, Destined for Victory. You can catch him on weeknights at 9.30, also in the afternoon at 2.30. And just you mentioned uh, on the radio side of things, I guess there have been two radio ministry chapters in your life. Uh, and the first one was kind of birthed during your time with your first church and during Truth was the Correct. program, right? That's yeah. right. In the years that I pastored Abundant Life Christian Fellowship in um, in Northern California, I spent 20 years pastoring that church, and during those years, we birthed a radio ministry that went national, Enduring Truth, and I am so grateful that God gave me that season. After I left that church, I went into a time of personal restoration and examination, uh, came out of that eventually um, with my denomination blessing me to move forward and continue doing what God had called me to do, and I birthed a new church uh, coming up on 10 years ago in Northern California. That's Destiny Christian Fellowship. We're in Fremont, California, a different town than I was in in Abundant Life. But uh, we just continued uh, doing what God had sent us to California to do, which is to disciple those who were coming and see if we could reach more people for Christ. We're in that season now, and so we've birthed Destined for Victory. I think we officially launched Destined for Victory in 2012, I believe it was. So we're coming up on eight years old as a, as a second radio ministry. But God has blessed us uh, to continue doing what I did in the Enduring Truth years. And I'm so grateful that WFIL is one of the stations that hosts our ministry. We're very glad to have you, also partly because you're funny. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of good humor. And I think that's, you know, Jesus was, was funny too, right? His, his... Yep, I I. I believe with my whole heart that we are to use every tool at our disposal that glorifies God, and I think personality types are intentional, and one of the things God gave me is a sense of humor. In fact, anybody who knew my dad back in the old days would know, oh, he got that from his dad, because my dad was a crack-up in the pulpit. <laughs> really? And so I, I just, yeah, he absolutely was, and... Um, so I just use, but I use humor as a as a way of reengaging people's attention, so that I can keep feeding them. It's a little bit like playing with a kid, and you and you and you're trying to feed them, and so you play games, and the airplanes come in, and that sort of thing. That's kind of what I do with humor in the pulpit. I want to keep grabbing their attention, so I can keep feeding them some truth. And so far, it's working out good. I hope God will bless us to continue 
reaching more people through radio. I love that. That's great. That's really great. And you know, if I remember correctly, when we talked last time, that whole storyline about leaving here and going to uh, being Philly based and then going across the country uh, and, and starting a small church, I think you had said at the time, the denomination you're part of was looking for someone. There was like an opening in San Francisco, but you were saying, I kind of wanted to start from scratch, not go to an established place. And That's yet, correct. Right? I, I, I was definitely, once I knew the Lord was sending me out from Philly, I had told my dad, I'm not supposed to be your successor. The Lord has made that clear to me. I don't know when I'm going to leave, but I'll let you know when the Lord's leading me out. And that happened uh, going on seven years into my work with my dad. And so he blessed me to go. I went to a small, I'm part of the Church of God, Anderson, Indiana movement. And um, so one of our churches in Northern California was in East Palo Alto Church of God. Okay. Uh, and so that's where I went. But I really didn't want to go to an established church. I thought with the vision I have of reaching unchurched people and not being traditional, I said, I don't know any existing church that would be open to that. But the Lord led me to them and them to me. And so we. they said, look, we don't care how how non-traditional it is, as long as it's Bible-based, we'll stick with you. Yeah. And those 34 people proved that they did, and they, many of them were blessed to still be in the church um, 20 years later, and after it had grown to a church of more than 7,000 people. So, so they were very much part of that, that journey. It's neat how God gave that to you, a combination of something that was established, not very big, but something that yes. suited both, both needs and then, then grew it from there. Um, one last question for you, just in general with the radio program. So as people listen to Destined for Victory, uh, they can know a little bit more about it. Just, just your heart for it, your goal for it, what goes into it, planning it or strategizing or just taking what you're already doing on a Sunday in, in, uh, in church and making it accessible on, on the air. Yeah, that's pretty much what I do. I, <clears throat> I use Destined for Victory, that platform the Lord has given us, um, as an extension of my pulpit because so many people – think of me and call me Pastor Paul, not just because they hear that on the radio, but because they really do feel that shepherding, that that connecting from me to them. And so a lot of folks, as I travel the country, they say, oh, you're my radio pastor. And I think I know what they mean, and I'm happy and, and honored to be that. It just means that in addition to the church they go to every weekend, and I, I tell them, make sure you have a, a home church. But... Um, uh, I'm glad to be one of the main voices into their life. And, and so it allows me to take my messages from Sundays, 90-plus percent of what you hear on Destined for Victory is me preaching Sunday messages at my church or occasionally as I, as I travel and minister uh, around the country. And we just divide them into broadcast segments, and it allows me to feed them systematically the Word of God right now if anyone who's listening to our current broadcast, uh, I recently talked to my church about uh, defeating discouragement, mm. and that's what you'll hear if you listen today, and um, or you can go uh, check it if you missed it on the uh, online. And I'm I'm understanding that more Christians don't know how to deal with things like depression, and sometimes we feel like we shouldn't be depressed because after all, I know the Lord, and the last thing you should do is become depressed about being depressed. So I want to I want to help people understand. No, no, God understands that. That's why Elijah was a wonderful case study because here's a man 
who God used powerfully, and yet he's saying, I want to die. Lord, take me out of here. I'm finished with this. And, of course, the Lord didn't do it. Instead, he restored his strength and renewed his sense of mission. Pastor Paul Shepard, our guest, Destined for Victory, the program, 2.30 and 9.30 in the afternoon and evening, weekdays, and also a few times on the weekend. Also our keynote speaker at next month's Pastor's Appreciation Breakfast. Details right on our homepage at WFIL.com. Registration's open. It's totally free. Pastors can sign themselves up. If you're not a pastor, let your pastor know to get signed up. Quick break. We'll wrap up our chat with Pastor Paul Shepard's Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Have a guest you'd like to hear on the Tim DeMoss Show on AM560 WFIL? Email D at WFIL.com. It's 4.55 on the Tim DeMoss Show, AM560, WFIL.com, and on the WFIL app. Pastor Paul Shepard been our guest, uh, pastorpaul.net online, Destined for Victory is the program, 2.30 and 9.30 weekdays, and also on weekends a number of times. Looking forward to having him in on the 23rd of April for our Pastor's Appreciation Breakfast, which is totally free. Registration on our site, uh, and and go to, uh, you know, if you're a pastor, you can go directly. If you're not a pastor, give your pastor a little nudge in the ribs and say, hey, it's up there. Go, go. we want to see you. <laughs> go do that. Yes, um, and just as a PS to our chat, uh, if I could, just stepping yes. back from all the ministry, all these years and how God's done things. And you've been on both coasts, so you've seen a lot and I'm sure traveled. I remember when we talked before, you were in Michigan for a little bit too. Um, right. What do, just big a big picture wisdom thought or like if you had a chance to gather the folks together that you've had to, you know, minister to over the years and maybe, and as you're sharing with the Philadelphia audience, to say, you know, what comes to mind in terms of just loving God or serving God or it's worth it or uh, or a life verse, that, a scripture that, that comes to mind a lot that drives you and, and helps you each day? Yeah, the scripture that drives our whole radio ministry really is at the core of what I'm trying to do. Uh, we often focus people on the words of Paul to the church at Philippi, knowing this, that he who began a good work in us is going to bring it to completion. And I want to encourage and remind uh, your listeners that God is the one who started what's going on in you. Um, The trials, the troubles are things that just happen because we're on earth. I often tell people, don't blame God for everything that goes wrong in your life. In fact, it's, it's the product of us living in a fallen world. So many of these things are not God's will nor his fault. But he loves us so much that he says to us, I will make all of it, even the things that don't make sense, I'll make them work together for good if you love me and are called according to my purpose. So I want to encourage people, keep loving God and remain focused on his purpose. He's going to bring his will to pass in our lives. Amen. 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 That's a great note. God bless you, and we'll look forward to seeing you next month. Thank you. Take care. God bless you. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Already. Bye-bye. All right. Pastor Paul Shepard, our guest from the uh, program Destined for Victory. We have just enough time to wrap up with a couple of thoughts. That was a nice conversation here, Danny. It was, uh, he had a lot of wisdom to share and, and, uh, yeah. I know. I'm, I feel so enlightened. Yeah. Well, I'm glad to, I'm glad to have had him on and hopefully folks can check out the, uh, pastor's appreciation breakfast next month. If you're a pastor, it's uh, all free details at WFIL.com. If you're just tuning in, we only caught part of the conversation with him. You can get the podcast a little while from now, half hour, 45 minutes from now at WFIL.com. But the big news we'll cap the program off with, just like we started it with, is that it's now on iTunes. Yes. And Apple Podcasts. And Apple Podcasts. Yes. In addition to TuneIn and Google Podcasts and Stitcher and Spotify. Good job. Yeah. So we're excited about that. Subscribe wherever you can, whenever you get a chance. 
And uh, feel free to let a friend know. Coming up in a moment, Truth For Life with Alistair Begg. Want to encourage you to consider being a truth partner. That's something they ask folks to be, basically being a monthly giver. However, that you can do that. It allows the ministry to uh, function without cost being an issue. So it helps uh, provide free mobile apps, free live streams, CDs, and DVDs at cost. There are individual benefits you get if you are a truth partner. Just go to their site, tfl.org, and you can find out what it means to be a truth partner. Jim Maxim, Max 413 Ministries, leads in prayer next. Have a great rest of your day. See you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 to 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.